start that off when I do the intro. Welcome to the Metal Hammer Podcast, episode 37. I'm Mo, I'm here with Luke and L. Hello. Hi. That was a good hello. Yeah. Uh, the latest issue of Metal Hammer is still on sale right now. It's pretty much still a new issue. It's only been out a week. It's a horror spectacular guest edited by Rob Zombie. We've got interviews in there with the likes of John Carpenter, Kane Hodder, aka Jason Voorhees, Doug Pinhead, Bradley, uh, Bill Mosley, aka Chop Top. Um, loads of other people in there as well from the horror world. We've also got the likes of Wednesday 13, Kirk Hammett, Danny Filth, uh, Goblin, uh, Jesus Christ, Opeth are in there, Ghosts are in there. It's just ridiculous and it's stacked and it's awesome. Go pick it up right now. You can also listen to Luke's excellent Metal Hammer Meets Nergal podcast. Les Behemoth album is brilliant. That's out now as well. Um, yeah, listen to Luke talk to Nergal about all that kind of stuff. That's on another podcast stream you can listen to immediately right now. Uh, we're on Spotify as well. That's still, still quite a new thing. So um, if you're listening to this and you fancy listening to it uh, on a different platform from iTunes and Acast, we're also on Spotify now. Never been easier to check out the world's greatest metal podcast in the world. Um, I think that's all the plugs done. <laughs> Isn't it's it? the spooky season. Yes, it is the spooky yeah. season. It's the season to be spooky. Guess what I did last night? I know what you did last night. That's true. That was that was false advertising. <laughs> yeah. uh, I went to see John Carpenter live, Yay. the master of horror. Merlin's wearing an amazing t-shirt right now. Describe it, Merlin. Um, well, it is based on my favourite ever horror film, The Thing, and it says The Thing on it in big words, and it's got a scary dog, scary arctic dog. And blood. Thing, and some blood and stuff. Uh, it was on sale at the gig last night. I have literally never walked into a gig venue and put down money on a t-shirt so quickly. Since I saw it, I was like, I've got to have it. 800 pounds. Really 800 pounds, if 800 pounds was 20 pounds. That's quite good for a gig t-shirt. I was happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. Good. Thanks, John. Nice one, John. <laughs> was the gig good? It was really cool, yeah. It's weird. He's basically on, he kind of in the middle of um, uh, this group of about, I don't know, five or six musicians overall, all dressed in black. He's on his, um, I couldn't quite see over, I was downstairs standing, I couldn't quite see over, but he looked like he was just kind of on his little keyboard synthesizer set and had a like, guitarist, bassist, drummer. I think he might have had another sampler or keyboardist in there as well. Uh, and they all literally just steamed through all the iconic uh, John Carpenter tracks um, that he's ever done. Because if you don't know, John Carpenter scores the mass majority of his own films. Uh, and while, while they're playing them through, as well as a kind of a nice little light show, they're playing kind of like montage clips of each film on in the background. So it's kind of very basic. A lot of the time it almost feels like you're at a Comic-Con or something, because it's all just fanfare. People yeah. cheer the kind of, of, the sound isn't on on the clips, but che- people cheer the iconic moments that come up on each film screen. Yeah, he's dead! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, the alien head! Oh, oh, I need oh, to do the- something Halloween. Michael so Myers badly. punching through the uh, the closet. Jamie Lee Curtis is in, like all that stuff. That's cool. Um, so that was really good. Uh, was it a metal crowd? What sort of people? Re- really mixed, yeah. pretty metal, quite black clad and and beardy. Um, but like I said, it felt like a Comic Con crowd because it was very much like people were cheering the big bits. Yeah, so it yeah, felt yeah. like you were just watching an hour and a half long trailer, really. And I was just going, yeah. Did it get <laughs> yeah. you in the mood for Halloween? It really, really did. And uh, I mean, I don't love everything John's done, but I love a lot of what he's done. And all the big ones were represented. And I can't think of anything he didn't really do that he should have. Um, obviously, The Thing was cool. The Fog was a great bit. Um, big Trouble in Little China, Escape from New York, all accounted for. He, he introduced um, a new song from the new Halloween film that's just about to drop, um, which he talks about a bit in our new issue. Another plug. And it's great. And it, oh, yeah, you've seen it, haven't you? Yeah, it's really, 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 really oh, I'm good. I'm so envious. I can't wait to see it. I loved it. it. Um, yeah, so he played a bit of that score as well. That was really cool. 
and he played a bit of the, the new film. I don't know if there was unused, uh, or, sorry, unseen footage on screen either. There might have been. And then out of nowhere, the, the main Halloween theme just suddenly dropped and it, it went from a shot of Michael Myers in the new film to that first shot from the original Halloween when he's the little kid in the, the costume. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it just out of nowhere, it's like, da, 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 and everyone's like, yeah! That was really cool. <laughs> really, really cool. That's um, So, yeah, it was great. And I feel thoroughly spooky. Oh, I need to get in the mood so badly. You should pick up on your issue, Al. Yeah. It'll get you right in the mood. That and gingerbread novelties from Greg's. Yes. That's how I know it's Halloween. Are they sponsoring us? No. <laughs> Just plug in Greg's. If you're listening, us. Greg's. Just because I'm not. I'll take a Greg's sponsorship. They do solid pasties. I want, I want a gingerbread bat. I think that's the Then slogan. I'll know it's started. <laughs> gingerbread brat and pumpkin spiced. So I'll tell you what is spooky. We'll get in the mood for Halloween. There's a new ghost video out. Yay! Yeah, for Dance Macabre. Good yep. pronunciation. Thank you. I was waiting for you to acknowledge that. The slight roll on the R. It's really good. It um, is. I'm thinking it's taken them quite a long time to get another video out, doesn't it? Well, I think it's just they just put loads of stuff out in a big stream all at once, didn't they? They just went, oh, here's loads of ghost stuff. Yeah. When they were teasing the record, and now, yeah, it's coming but, out. Like, Rats came out in, what, April? Uh, well, before the album did, so, yeah. yeah and the album's ago. been out since, I think, May? Or, yeah, May, I Earlier think. this year, yeah. Well, they've been releasing a lot of just sort of tidbit videos just to expand the story, and it's been like, oh, like, here's, here's this bit now. And it's, you know, but this is the yeah, first in a long time for a proper music video. I liked it. I'm not, uh, yeah, it reminded me of the Tainted Love video by Marilyn Manson a little bit where you go around the house party yeah. but then the Call On Me video starts midway through and all these dancers come out in their yeah, singlets yeah, 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 this is yeah, really yeah. fucking weird yeah sorry I got, I got thrown then I was thinking of Take On Me by Aha. I was like no, okay, let's try no it. the Tainted Love video with the house party yeah uh, no yeah it totally is like that and it, the, it's the right mixture of kind of cool and knowingly tacky and just yeah. fun just fun and a little bit well not gruesome, but a little bit gruesome. A bit, a bit of blood in there. A bit of blood in there at yeah. the end. And some plague doctors because. I shot. love plague doctors so much. Yeah, it's cool. It's very good. Go check it out. Now, on the subject of videos as well, uh, Architects have just released a brilliant mini documentary, Holy Ghost. Um, they just put that out today. You should definitely go and see that, but maybe do it when you're not feeling. Well, or maybe watch it when you are feeling emotional. It doesn't matter, but it'll definitely hit you in the feels because it's, it's, it's an amazing piece of work about where they've been over the past couple of years. Um, so yeah, go watch that too. What else is going on? <laughs> Aussie's cancelled his US tour, lads. Last... Get well soon, Aussie. Yeah, he's he's having surgery on his hand, is it? Yeah. It's what a, happens? Well, maybe you can fill me in, Luke. I didn't really understand. It said he's had infections in his hand. Is that from previous surgery? Is this? Well, it sounds new? like he's he's having to have extra surgery he's going to have to get basically on doctor's orders he's been told not to, he's been told to stop touring and go because he needs additional surgery so I guess there's been some we don't know for sure there could have been complications with this one or it's, he's not fixed yet I don't know he's done something to his hand this silly mm, man that's all we know isn't it that's mm. all we know unfortunately that's not very good well hopefully it's not get better soon because I uh, mentioned a few times on this podcast last couple of times I've seen Ozzy I think he's been as, as good as I've ever seen probably the best I've seen him actually vocally that's good. He's been absolutely great. I'm so psyched for that um, No More Tours 2 mm. tour with it, Judas Priest. With Priest as well. Uh, I know. So like, Judas Priest on their best album for 25 years in an on-form Aussie. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He has said oh, that, the oh. he has said <laughs> that, that all the cancelled dates will be rescheduled. So if you've got tickets, keep hold of them. Keep hold of them. You, you will see Aussie at some point. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, someone who was supposed to be gone but isn't. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wouldn't fuck up. Are you properly. talking about Motley Crue? Yeah. What are they up to? They've got four new tracks coming and are promising a surprise. Yeah. Well, we knew that the four songs are actually good. Uh, well, I just don't care. <laughs> Do you yeah. not? Well, not interested I, at all. I think they've got like a great back catalogue, um, but yeah, like you said, they were kind of supposed to have retired, and we saw their last show, and it was just a bit sad. And I enjoyed the last show. Sad like hell. Well, you know, there's that, that bit where Vince Neil was in that crane thing and came over the crowd and. Then Nikki Six had a rant about keeping a knife in his boot. That was weird. Oh, yeah, that was weird. It was all just a bit weird. It was all just a bit like, oh... I I did enjoy the show, though. I thought, musically, I thought... Morty Crow can be a mess sometimes, and that was not... I thought that was quite good. Mm, It's my first time seeing Morty Crow. It just felt a bit sort of past its sell-by date. Well, you could say that about anyone from (laughs) those hair metal days. Not necessarily. Um, All right, name one band from that scene that's still relevant. Guns and Roses. Are they better? <laughs> 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 they are after last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, no, you you're know, right. I'll keep an open Guns and Roses mind. are way better than the Hemlock scene, isn't it? Yeah. I keep an open mind, but I'm just not very excited. And I'm being honest. Unquestionably, one of the greatest metal bands ever. But um, that last album they did about ten years ago wasn't great. Saints of Los Angeles. The song was all right. Yeah, I quite like the was, song. But I can't remember anything else about that. Album. Down at the whiskey was on it. Um, I can't remember what else. But yeah, it was not. It was not. I don't know. Yeah, I'd love to be surprised. I guess. So I don't think it's going to be a record. Like from what I, you sort of read between the lines, I think it's to do with the Dirt document or the Dirt movie that's coming out. They're recording new music for that. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. I think. Yeah, um, that would make sense. But I think it was Nikki Six that says they've got. Um, a surprise plan to show you know that they've got some crazy ideas or something so fuck knows what that's going to be I mean I'm into that I'm into weird mm. ideas I wouldn't be surprised if they play again they said they signed that thing what was that thing so they can't they're not allowed to tour that, they can't play I think I think they I think they, at some point they did say but that doesn't mean we won't play together again yeah. but, but what's yeah. that mean because if you do like 10 gigs in a year but you don't <laughs> technically travel there together yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, what constitutes touring and what just constitutes... That's how contracts work, isn't it? Just get around the courses. And it's not like that contract was something like, you know, you couldn't back out of anyway. It was a... They just made it up, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I, I, as I say, historically speaking, love Motley Crue. Um, Shout Out the Devils, one of my favourite metal albums. And their legacy speaks for itself, really. But don't know. Do we need it? <laughs> we we don't all, need we've it. We've got all the old We don't songs. need it. I'm looking forward to the dirt, though. I am looking. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, to be honest, I'm fa- like, have you guys read that book? Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. So I'm a fan of the book, but I'd be interested to see how it translates. Yeah. And how the, it actually paints Motley Crue. Exactly. In the current climate, um, I'm not sure how that book's going to go down as <laughs> yeah. an adaptation and how faithfully they're going to be able to adapt it because. There's a lot of problematic stuff. Well, it's, it's just because it's a story of the dead doesn't mean it needs to be pro Motley Crew, I guess. No, but... I kind of think it shouldn't be. Well, no, no, let me rephrase that. It shouldn't just be like, just, oh yeah, rock and roll. Ooh, this is great the whole time. Because that's not really what Motley Crew's story is. So it's going to have to be handled quite sensitively. It's interesting that it seems to have taken about 80 years to uh, complete as well. Yeah. 
But, oh yeah, I'll watch it, obviously. And I like, I like I'm a Motley Crue fan for my sins, but I don't want any new material. No. no. Soz, lads. Well, surprise us, Motley yeah, Crue. Yeah, kick on, Vince. Kick on, Vince. <laughs> um, there's a disturbed album out. Speaking of songs we want to hear, probably. <laughs> I know one of us definitely does. Quite you've heard it. Elwes, Elwes, the Office Disturbed fan, loves him, did our very excellent cover feature earlier in the year where we revealed a lot of exclusive stuff. Now it's out there. It what is. do you think of the latest Disturbed album, Evolution? Yeah, so it's called Evolution, it? or Evolution. How do you say that? That's Ooh. another one. <laughs> evolution here, Evolution in America. I was saying it like cool. <laughs> it's Evolution. That's quite a good song, though. So, if, I don't know if you read the cover feature or not, but... It's, I did. Yes. Oh, thanks, well. <laughs> you should read it if you're listening to this. But it's basically split into two halves. He's got the ballady side, which is continuing yeah, it's very ballady, isn't it? The Sound of Silence, and it's got the disturbedy side, which is kind of your bread and butter disturbed. Songs like No More, which is kind of a militaristic type stomp. And Are You Ready, which came out as a single, which is kind of, I feel like I've known that song forever now. It's just one of those classic Disturbed singles that just gives you exactly what you want from a Disturbed single. Does he do the noise? He doesn't know. I think oh, sort of what? Moved. It's a changed man. Yeah, remember? he's taking out his chin oh, piercing. No more chin piercing. No more noise. Which we revealed months ago, by the way, on metalhub.com. <laughs> a few people were paying attention now, now that it's big news on the internet. So, it's, yeah, it's a very weird record because on the one hand you've got these very, very slow, quite overwrought songs and on the other hand you've got these ones that you just bring out in an arena and just kind of blast out there and that's what Disturbed do. So, I was kind of like, I'm not really sure what I think about this. So I sort of let it rest for a while and came back to it. And the thing about all the ballads is they should be terrible because they're very overwrought and like very melodramatic and like cheesy. But they're so well produced and David's voice is really good that when you sort of go away, you find yourself singing them and coming back to them. It's really fucking weird because objectively they shouldn't be good, but I really like them. There's a song which... I said this the other day and I still don't yeah. understand this idea of music being objectively good. Like, well, they're really, really overwrought ballads, which are really cheesy and should be really terrible, but they're so well done that you just find yourself singing them. There's but the Sound of Silence was... On, if you said two years ago Disturbed you're going to do a Sound of Silence cover you'd be like that's one of the worst ideas I've ever heard yeah. it's really good I know that's it's really thing. good I don't see how anyone could say it isn't it isn't a really really <laughs> decent cover there's this ballad on the record well there's one song actually that kind of bridges the two I think it's called In Another Time and it's all about the days before the internet which is sort of a bit laughable to begin with but <laughs> Because it's a bit like... Old know, man yells at yeah, cloud. Yeah, basically, old man <laughs> yells at cloud. And then I just can't stop singing it. It's really overblown and overwrought and kind of wistful and way more dramatic than it needs to be for a song about the internet. But, you know, the emotion is meant to be that people used to talk to each other more before the internet and now people have problems connecting. So I kind of see where that's coming from. And it's just kind of this, like, combination between the disturbed kind of normal kind of metallic riffs and then this kind of chorus that's sort of soaring and very dramatic and it should be terrible but I can't stop singing it and I really like it good well he's done something right then haven't he I think they're just really good at doing things <laughs> well, really, always a good skill set they're just really like they, I put that on my know, they're one of those radio <laughs> rock bands and they know how to make a good song and they know what makes a good hook they know what makes good production like I said, David's voice is very good on it. 
And when you put those three things together that they're very good at, a good song comes out, whether you know it ha- you think it has amazing artistic merit or not. They're just good songs. I think it's just an album of good disturbed songs. Some ballads. <laughs> Put some, that on the cover. It's an some, album of good disturbed. Some ballads, <laughs> some not ballads. If you don't like disturbed, you're gonna hate this record. If you do like disturbed, that's got all the things you need. That's Who kind of it, really. bloody Ray? Haven't they been hinting that they're gonna be coming back over soon as well? Yeah, I think they, they were. Did, like, they told. They said which cities they're gonna visit. But yeah, they yeah, that's really weird. It's like, oh, we're coming to see you, but you don't know where or where. <laughs> Clear your year. Sick. Just hold tight. Are yeah. you guys gonna come with me? Um. We'll see we should take to- <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I'll probably come see his dad. I really enjoy them when we see them last with Avenged. Yeah. That, they were really good that day. Exactly. To, yeah, to be fair, as a disturbed detractor, that was quite good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, la- I mean, we talked about Sound Science, but Land of Confusion is one of my favourite oh, outcomes. I love that cover. Yeah, that was quite oh, good. Me actually. too. Absolute, absolute. Ironclad. And we've talked before about just having a good time, you know, and some of the songs on the record, the ballady ones, are actually quite, like, sad and difficult if you actually dig beneath the surface but they've also just got a lot on there that's about sort of having a good time I think getting getting rid of your anger we all like a lot of music that's stupid and just but it's just fun to sing along with yeah Uh, you know if you want a song about which new metal era is the greatest era of metal history for that sounded like it was a question. I didn't understand that question. It wasn't a question. Oh. I was saying that is that is what that Disturbed's era of bands are the very best at. Yeah. Big yeah. silly the, fun The new music. single, Best Ones Lie, it's just a song, you know, about people lying. It's about <laughs> politicians, <laughs> like, you know, lying and people that you like lying to you and stuff. And yeah, I mean, on the surface, that's just kind of quite a sort of, you know, obvious thing to write about. It doesn't really go too deep, but actually the song's really catchy and, you know, that's good. And the best ones do lie, guys. Wow. Well, <laughs> get deep with Disturbed. I don't know what hard. <laughs> I know, that's what I mean. I was like, maybe if you say it again, it'll mean something. No, it doesn't, Dave. Stop it. Elle's busy out here standing for disturbance. I know, I'm, yeah. just, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. We live in a world yeah, where things, are, things are a bit messed up and politics is messed up and this is a song that's kind of written about that and it doesn't go into deep political foreign policy or domestic policy. <laughs> I love but it. But if you it just is. want to relax and, you know, get out of it of your frustration and have a good time, this is a good song to do it with. There you go. Do it. Uh, Evolution, Evolution, the new Disturbed album is out now. <laughs> Evolution, uh, and you could I think the the bundles are long gone, maybe, but the um, <laughs> what <laughs> I don't know what that? <laughs> The bundles are gone, but if you did miss um Elle's excellent cover feature with the stats <laughs> earlier in the year, we still have a few of the uh, the original issues still on sale on our website, I do believe. Yes, there are a few um, left. And he's not really done many more interviews since then because because ours was the best. Because ours was the best. So you can <laughs> check that he's out. completed interviews. It's yeah. an interesting record, an interesting guy, I'd get involved. There you go. Uh, <laughs> we should take some readers' questions because there's some really good ones this week. Shall I read the first one? Okay. You haven't okay. talked enough in the last five minutes. Go for it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you asked me to talk, Melon. I did. Liam MacDonald asks, with it being October and the new issue being Halloween-based, yeah. what nice band well, members would you want to see playing classic horror monsters? I reckon Danny Filth would make a great Freddy Krueger with his terrible jokes. 
Oh, bit of a barb, Danny Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think Danny Phil would proudly admit he makes terrible jokes. Uh, well, we did have Kerry King as Pinhead one year. That's we nice. Did. Uh, yeah. About three three years ago, I want to say. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was a hell of a cover. Uh, so we've done that. I've got written here, um, Marilyn Manson as Beetlejuice. That's fun. That would be like really that. fun. That would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and Till Lindemann as Jason Voorhees, just because he's a big, scary man. <laughs> nice. Both fantastic. Thanks. You see, I, I, Voorhees, he wields like a machete, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. See, I had Matt Heafy written down for that, because he's all into samurai and stuff. That's not what samurais fight with. It's, they fight with weapons. <laughs> they fight with blades. <laughs> I think they fight with samurai swords. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he's probably quite handy with a machete. My history isn't that great. But, uh... <laughs> Fine. Um, <laughs> I apologise. Um, I couldn't really think. So I was trying to think of like, the iconic ones. I couldn't really think of anyone for them, really. I had um, Zach Wild down as a werewolf just because he's hairy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hairy sure. man. I had um, Devin Townsend down as Jigsaw from the Saw films. Oh, that's quite good. Yeah, and I was like, that's quite was like good. who's like a bit quite smart and Not a little puppet, mad shit. Yeah, yeah. Jigsaw's the guy behind the scenes. Yeah, the, the, the controlly puppet master man. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know who'd be Michael Myers. He's one unstoppable man. Someone who's man. a bit quiet. Mick Thompson. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was thinking Mick because he wears a mask. Yeah, and he's Mick Thompson. Giant. Big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Leatherface? Just a massive bloke going mental. Yeah, it's like who wields a chainsaw? Matt Avery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fine. The, 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 the ancient chainsaws of the samurai. Fuck's sake. Well, I was thinking about Nosferatu, and initially I'd put, I thought Marilyn Manson just then, but actually I much prefer Miss Beetlejuice because it's a whole mischievous thing yeah, going it's on. A bit camping, what about like <clears throat> Billy Corgan as Nosferatu? <laughs> <laughs> because it's got the song. Just because he's bald. Yeah, he's creeping like, around the castle. A bald, pale figure, and sort of you can expect uh, he might have like long fingers. He um, might have long fingers, yeah. No, I'd have Garl as Nosferatu. Garl's fucking great. No, he's not. It's not. Doesn't fit Nosferatu's type. Well, he's intense and quiet, and you know, spooky. <laughs> I really love Nosferatu. I really wanted to pick a good one. Well, you failed. Yeah, you tried again. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Corgan. Yeah, but I could see it though. Just because he's bald. Yeah, I could see it for sure. What um, other big horror guys? He's just are been there? on stage like last night. He was wearing um, a big like robe thing to cover Space Oddity, and I sort of thought, you know, that's a bit Nosferatu, isn't it? Well, yeah, he covered Space Oddity and Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Didn't need to happen, did it, Billy? Not in a three hours. That silly, what silly man. Other monsters are there. Come on, man, horror man. Um, what about Ash? Shines monster. What about Ash? He's not a monster. He's a horror hero. But uh, chainsaw again. Chainsaw again. Yeah. Heafy. Heafy. <laughs> Heafy chainsaw. Go on. I think Heafy's quite. I think Heafy actually Heafy could make a good actor. I was gonna say though. I think he'd be quite a versatile actor. I have no nothing to base this on except he's quite. I don't know. He's just. I think he's quite an a good actor. Face. He has got an emotive face and. He's an emotive character, and when he talks in interviews, you know, he always talks about kind of like feeling his emotions quite intensely and dealing with that. And I reckon he could switch quite quickly from sort of a demonic character to a, an emotional character to an angry character. I just think he'd be quite versatile. Sure. Basing on nothing really, but. That said, I've decided Corey Taylor can be Ash. I was thinking Winston McCall as we did. Oh, that on that's the, even better. Uh, we, but yeah, cover. we did Parkway Drivers and he was better. Yeah. yeah. 
Definitely. It actually looks quite a bit like him as well. Yeah, he's got that manly chin. Yeah. <laughs> Strong <laughs> jaw. Strong jaw. Mmm. That would be... Um, who else is that? Frankenstein's monster, come on. Who'd be like... A, That'd be Till. Yeah, yeah, that's a good shot. Yeah, yeah he, look, he looks a bit monstery. He's just like, just a massive bloke. Yeah. What about Halloween films like Edward Scissorhands? Who'd be Edward Scissorhands? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Matt Heafy? Like a bit of a goth dandy. <laughs> a goth dandy? Yeah. Uh, Papa. Yeah, Tobias. Yeah. Yeah, but he would be. I mean, whoever that might be. <laughs> Tobias Forge. I'd love to. I'd love to see Tobias play it as his hands, but he couldn't do it as any of his characters because he's got a character already. So it'd have to be Tobias as Edward's hands. Yeah, I agree with that. That would be great. That would be good. Oh, how do we make a horror movie starring all our favourite musicians? Raise millions of pounds. Kickstarter. Come on, let's Kickstarter. Do it now. Yeah, let's do it. Wow. He will pledge. <laughs> pledge I, now I would pledge the shit out of that oh, so yeah there we go we've just got a Halloween Horror Hall of Fame made up of metal bands give us your own on the Metal Hammer Readers page metalhammer.com no oh, I didn't oh, get it he's what? done oh. I nearly got it right it's just been ages since I've fluffed it do it again facebook.com forward slash Metal Hammer Readers fucking give us your suggestions for the greatest topic ever uh, <laughs> Gary Sloan asks, do you believe that a last ever or goodbye tour should be stuck to? Should bands go back on their word? No. No. Why? No, well, sorry. Yes, I yes, meant, yes, yes, yes. I think I, I meant the yes. I think I meant that you, sh- you should be able to come back. No, you, you shouldn't be. I don't oh, mean you should. Oh. Yeah, we can have a debate. I totally reckon you should. It's debate time. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, no. If you if you feel so strongly that you're not going on hiatus, that you're genuinely going, this is our farewell tour, then mean it. I don't understand why you do a farewell tour. Farewell because tour. Things change. Because life is fluid. Personalities are fluid. You have to be able to adapt and change with the times. Should you not something say it's the last time, time ever? Then yeah, should you not no, say it's the last time? No, because I think ever? if you mean in the moment it's the last time ever, say it's the last time and do it. But but why make a big deal of it? Why not just say, oh, you know. What, what, it's got, oh yeah, they're doing the rubbing my fingers money sound. Merlin's making the money sound. Yeah, but in that time, you might genuinely think it's the last one and want to draw a line under it. Like, we were talking to Greg the other day from Dillinger and the Black Queen, and he was saying, obviously, Dillinger did a farewell tour, and he, you know, it wasn't really great, like, they didn't really enjoy it, but they wanted to tell everyone it was their farewell tour, they're drawing a line underneath it, and I think that's fair enough, but if in five years' time, they're like, we're at different places in our lives, and we actually think it'd be really fun to do it, totally they should be able to do it. Mm. At the gates, that was fun. Did all their farewells no, I'm not, I'm that. Not. They came back. At the gates, do an official. Farewell. I, they, 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 oh, I saw them about three well, times on the last tour. I'm sure. Well, did they I call did. it the last tour? Though? I'm sure I saw them at a last tour and at a festival, and it was all we knew. It was all the last thing, and then they when? came back. I don't remember things. No. 2000, <laughs> I think. 2008 I'm sure. I'm sure some bands like say. Some bands say we're going on hiatus, and that could be for whenever. But when bands literally go this is our farewell tour you're never ever no, seeing us sure again and then four years I'm later they come it back I like, can't remember things so the, gr- the greatest example of this is probably Refused who yeah I was quite basically said they were never they were done and it was one of the big this will never happen yeah, and so, then it happened and everyone that went thought it was really good yeah that's the thing that is, you know, I, I admit that I'm a hypocrite in that I'm sometimes a lot of the time the bands that have done farewell tours I missed first time round and when they come back I see them and it's like hooray I've seen uh, I saw Refused for the first time on that when they came back and that was exciting but, this, but I just don't understand 
If your argument uh, is that you know, people change and bands know, you know, you know you're going to change. I don't know why you'd make a big song and dance about it being a farewell tour if you know in your half hearts that it's not going to be unless it's for the money. But you might not know. Like, I so see at the gates, uh, they broke up in mid to late 90s. They reformed in 2007. I'm pretty sure I saw them in 2008 at Bloodstock, I think it was. And that was really good. Like, I was a child in the 90s when they were doing things. I never saw them. I got to see them play then in 2008. But did At The Gates, I don't actually know this, did At The Gates go on record in the 90s saying, this is our last tour, we're never getting back together, or did they just break up? Because there is a difference, I think. I'm having a look, because I don't... Because this is kind of in relation to Motley Crue, really. Motley Crue are like, we are never touring again. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I can't see anything about a farewell tour. And I was an actual child, so I don't know. But it says they basically the brothers left. The remaining members decided it would be impossible to continue without them, so they broke up. And then obviously, you know, they went off and formed all their other projects You've in '96. But we're not just talking about bands breaking up. Yeah, I think I've got no problem with band, I've got no problem with bands breaking up and getting back together again. But if you're genuinely saying to your fans, "This is the last time you can ever see us." come now and then you come back again it's a bit of a fucking I mean Ozzy's Ozzy's doing this now he's doing the second no more the second no more tours and even now he still keeps saying well I'm not I'm still going to play gigs yeah exactly yeah yeah he said this is not going to stop touring but still going to do gigs which is I wouldn't be surprised if that's what Motley Crue are doing. They're just going to play a gig in LA Mm. probably that would be the big surprise but well like Sabbath did their final tours last year yeah and I don't think we'll ever see Black Sabbath doing World Tour again I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years we might get like a big Black Sabbath show somewhere, and I'll be okay with that because we're well, fifty anniversary. I mean, I'm always going to see Black Sabbath, but you know, I can't see them all getting on the road again. I no, can't see not it. at all. And it, and it makes perfect sense because you know these guys are you know mid sixties, yeah, mm. or later. And it's like, yeah, of course you're not. This is your favorite tour, but no one's questioning that. But I got no problem with bands breaking up and getting back together again. But it's just when you sell the fact that you're leaving for good, goodbye fans, thank you for staying with us, and then you just come back again and, yeah. and do it all again and say, oh, no, we're back again, come see us again. Tickets are more. It's yeah. just like, fuck off. Yeah, but I think, you know, people are allowed to change their minds. And also, if it's your favourite band and you think you'll never get to see them again, it's a really nice surprise if you get to see them again. Fair enough. So I've got distracted because you've got Greg's Mineral Water, you're obsessed today. <laughs> <laughs> I need the Halloween novelties. <laughs> what Halloween water? Spooky mineral water. No, I need the. Bath. It's eerily natural. You don't understand how much I love Greg's Halloween gingerbread novelties. Oh, so, stop so, it! We're not getting paid for this. So much that you bought the mineral water. <laughs> Damn me! Fuck me. Okay, you so Elle says. Elle says it doesn't matter, and Luke says it does matter. So what do you say? Okay. Though? Yeah, you're in the middle. Have an exactly. opinion. Exactly. Yeah, come on, Mister uh, Neutral. Um, <laughs> I think. I'm just trying to think when it's happened with a band I really care about. I was trying to think of recent. That <laughs> was to show me a picture of some spook- a spooky ring bun. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I just, who's done this in the last few years? I'm just trying to think of bands that have made it. I mean, Dillinger have done it, but I've seen Dillinger loads. I'm, you know, I'm cool with them not being on the scene. Um, crew. Obviously. Yeah, through kind of already in their later years though. Um, if like, if, okay, tell, tell you what, if someone like Code Orange did it, and they're like, we're breaking up, we are never getting back together, this is it, this is the last tour, and then they're back together on tour again in two years, I would 
I would moan about it and say this is nonsense and then I'd go watch it <laughs> yeah. if, if I'm being honest so yeah there you go but yes once again facebook.com forward slash Matt Hummer read this tell us what you will think uh, someone else did a question oh stop sharing me ch- spooky biscuits <laughs> it says it's decorated with sugar play guys we're on we're on radio format no one else can see this we can't show <laughs> this this isn't how podcasts work <laughs> Um, next question slash deathing that's not their real name it's not we know that real person but this is their screen <laughs> name oh okay <laughs> um, besides the UK and US which country is serving up the tastiest metal these days Mm-mm-mm, metal goodness <laughs> uh, oh you put together loads of excellent global metal CDs for Metal Hammer come on some delish- the, delicious metal the global hot pot metal wow stop looking at cakes <laughs> can't help it well Indonesia I'll say what the tastiest gingerbread to eat comes from Greg's Indonesia's always good isn't it uh, yes Burger Kill had a record out this year yes and Jasad have played Bloodstock in the past so mm. Indonesia is always good shouts Nepal have the Silence Festival coming up again in November um, they have a lot of cool bands playing there they have Cancer Bats headlining this year but there's also a bunch of bands local to the local to the country sounds ridiculous but bands from Nepal. Who else is good right now? Uh, Tenga Cavalry are always good for that Mongolian folk metal. Although he's based in New York. Cheating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you put me on the spot now. I hadn't looked at this question before. So Who is good? Well, I thought, I thought have you got the track listing of our record? No. Right. Um, I, I, no, I, I thought, uh, I mean, it's cheating. It's not really metal, but... France has a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, um, some wicked Birds stuff. in Row. Yeah, Birds in Row, and also the uh, ever wonderful um, synthwave scene, Carpenter Brothers. Oh, Birds yeah. Um, Anorak from there as well. Uh, I know there's some others I've forgotten, but that's kind of the real melting pot for what I think is one of the most exciting scenes in the in the game right now. I feel like every band coming out of Iceland is great right now. Yeah, as well. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on, but everyone's like a minute and. The, anything in Norway yeah the Norwegian like the good. kind of post Cavell attack Norwegian black yeah. and hardcore scene is just absolutely awesome pretty much Scandinavia is just fucking good for metal in general like, it's not it's not a secret it's not a big you know it's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not a hot take at all but it is mental how good it is yeah it's just endlessly endlessly good the culture for it there is excellent um, yeah very cool Australia as well yeah Australia's got some good shit post Parkway is kind of doing really well New Zealand, you've got Alien Weaponry. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. good. We've seen to see, and uh, Devil's Skid from there, aren't they, as well? Yeah, yeah, they are. And the Beast band. Wars as well. Yeah. And then you just Shout mentioned out, Iceland, and I went on about it for ages a couple of podcasts ago, but I love Agent Fresco, yeah. their Icelandic band. Just please go and buy all their music, because they're in such a weird niche that, I don't know, it's difficult. You kind of worry that they're not going to find that audience, or they're not going to get as many people listening to them as should be listening to them, but they're such a great band. I sort of say, yeah, they're, but they they have got the one say, isn't it? It's just prog metal fans. Yeah, but it's a funny one, isn't it? It's like them and Leprous are making this kind of really. It's like epic pop metal or something. It's like it's really hooky and melodic, and it is really heavy as well. And it's just kind of how do you find that audience? You know, which I spoke about before. Like, apart from a couple of niche festivals, how do you get that out to people? Because it's the kind of band where I just feel like lots of people would love them if they listen to them, but it's getting it out to the place where people can 
access it and hear about it. Almost like on a Metal Hammer podcast. <laughs> Listen <laughs> to Agent Fresca. And, uh, Do it, because they're so good. Uh, there's another band from Iceland called Un Miser, who I only heard of uh, in April. This year when I saw them at Robur. And, never... and I only heard of uh, 10 seconds ago. Yeah. So. Uh, and, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> like a really nihilistic hardcore band um, from Iceland. And yeah, they, and they played one, they were only booked to play once or twice and they ended up playing at least three or four times over the weekend because they just they got such a good reaction the first time they got booked again to play the smaller venue at Roadburn on like later on the festival because it was fucking bedlam in there and it was amazing. I don't think they've played the UK yet. They're very, very small. I think it's just like it's got some stuff on Bandcamp, but check them out. Uh, you heard it here first. Heard it here first. Unless you were there as well. Uh, all their merch is really horrible, so good. It's good, all it's good all, horrible. Yeah, but good horrible, it's just knives and scissors. <laughs> it's just Lovely. sweet. Lovely stuff. Guns raises knives. Let's take another question. Kevin John McDonald asks, "What movie could be improved by replacing its soundtrack with rock slash metal?" The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Funny because I've got down Love Actually, so I yeah, it's fucking. I, I would basically take Love Actually, replace the soundtrack with really really good rock and metal songs, and then delete that film for having ever existed in the oh. it's the worst film ever made you kind of just have to dispend your like dispend that's not a word dispend your belief yeah you have to just suspend like the cheesiness of it yeah yeah. I have to suspend my like of good films to watch that <laughs> I don't dislike love worst film yeah, I, ever made it's, it's really the worst though. film it's the kind of ever thing you, made you end up watching it at Christmas like with your family or whatever no my mum hates it but what I hate about it is the bit where Alan Rickman cheats on his wife because it never changes. However many times you watch the film, he still does it. That's how films work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing's happening again. <laughs> you were going to shit yourself when you watched Groundhog's Day. <laughs> um, no, it's the worst film I've ever made. Sorry. It's fucking awful. I love cheesy Christmas film, but it's just pants. It's such a terrible, it's such a terrible story. It's mad. Well, like Martine McCutcheon's like the main one of the main characters in it it's like the fuck is yeah, that well she's the one that he cheats on his wife with doesn't she fancy she, she, fan, she fancy she's, she's, she's the one with the prior come on I'm, even I know this and I hate that girl yeah she's like the prior, prior secretary or something yeah. oh and yeah they get together at the end yeah, yeah the yeah. school play or whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh and that scene when they're all I... in the airport <laughs> <laughs> Abby. <laughs> they, play, they play the Beatles, don't they? God only knows. Yeah, not Beach Boys. Beach but... Boys. Oh yeah, yeah Beach Boys. <laughs> How embarrassing. Um, dear, oh dear. I don't know. I'm tired. Uh, so yeah, fine. So I would more rock and metal. Delete Love Actually. Um, I I mean any action movies are always good. I think with a, uh, like Expendables could have done with a good metal soundtrack would have been good fun. I think when you got a machine gun going off and some blast beats at the same time, it's yeah. gonna be fucking great. I, I, even though in hindsight a lot of it was a bit crap, I did like the kind of turn of the millennium horror movies that all had metal soundtracks like Freddy vs Jason, oh, Resident Wicked, Evil, yeah, Resident Evil, yeah, uh, which yeah. that that quite a good one I think. That my playground is. Yeah, it did. And there was another one as well. But yeah, like I was quite a big fan of that because it was just it just added to the mayhem. So big fan, and we're back to horror again. Yeah, it's yeah, Halloween time. Tied it all full focus. We should do a horror podcast. We yeah. should maybe uh, for Halloween we'll do a bonus one. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good idea. Yes, if we have time, guys, that'll be, that'll be a bonus <laughs> podcast. Uh, there are numerous gigs coming up this weekend and into early next week that we're going to be reviewing on next week's podcast. Uh, Black Peaks in London. 
Carpenter Brute with yeah, Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, Ghost yeah. without the H, not the big Ghost. Yeah, I'm yet to see Carpenter Brute. So. Oh, neither have you seen him. I'm so excited for you to see it. It's so good. I'm more, probably good. more excited to see Ghost or Ghost, uh, to be honest. I think Will he be wearing that a skull face? Fucking amazing. It's really amazing. But um, but yeah, Carpenter Brute is like all the videos I've seen of him live, it's just going to be brilliant. Brilliant. One of the best gigs into this year, and he's back again. It's going to be great. Uh, the Halloween horror issue of Metal Hammer is on sale right now. Get out there and buy it. It's full of spooky, awesome shit. Um, we've got a couple of Within Temptation bundles left on sale as well. Those feature uh, handwritten lyric sheets by Sharon, signed by all hand signs by Sharon as well. They're very, very cool. Still got a couple of those on sale. Um, that gig's, no, that gig's not coming up. That's next month, isn't it? Goodness me, what a year. Too many gigs. Too many gigs going on. Uh, we will be back with all those aforementioned reviews and more next week. We'll see you then. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Acast and leave us a review if you are subscribing to us because it helps us go up the charts and then more people will hear us and we can hang around for even longer. Hooray. Hooray. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.